Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to a Wednesday episode of the ISO with myself, your host, Dan Dickow for SB Live Sports. Typical Wednesday if you're a frequent listener, and if by the way you are, thank you, appreciate that. Don't forget to review. Uh, if this is the first time coming across this, like, subscribe, review, um, any and all of the above, and we thank you for that. Uh, spread the word, share it. Uh, if you have questions for us on our Mailbag Wednesday episodes, uh, send me a question, whether it's a direct message on Twitter or Instagram. You can find me at dandickow 21 Email it, dickow, D-I-C-K-A-U, at scorebooklive.com, or simply message our SB Live sports teams on any of our state platforms and they will pass the message on. But um, as mentioned, Mailbag Wednesday episode each week, take three questions that have come in in the last couple days, um, try to break them down, try to answer them. Sometimes they are crazy in depth. Sometimes they're just simple questions. So today we got three great ones that came in yesterday. Today I just want to do uh, – answer those so we'll get started from jack in moscow idaho moscow idaho by the way um for any listeners out there um it is literally eight minutes from washington state's campus so the university of idaho washington state university have one of the if not the longest running college basketball rivalry in the entire country uh it's pretty unique setup those two schools have being so close to each other um, but Jack from Moscow, Idaho asks, Dan, are you surprised by all these postponements in college basketball due, due to COVID? It's a, it's a simple, quick, easy answer. And the question is, or the answer to me is no, I'm not surprised. Am I frustrated and disappointed by them? 100%, absolutely. But I'm not surprised um, simply for the fact that, um, you know, COVID still hasn't gone away. Um, you've still got a lot of concern in different parts of the country, um, about COVID and the effects, um, on lots of different demographics, whether it's old, whether it's young, whether it's, um, in school, not in school, there's lots of, there's still lots of different, uh, approaches and angles to take. And, and unfortunately, um, many times these college games, uh, are playing by rules that were written and implemented uh, a little over a year ago when we were trying to figure out how to get last college basketball season up and running. Nobody figured and nobody thought that you know this uh, COVID was still going to have the impact that it's having um, you know on the college sports landscape, let across the country, let let alone across the world, but. You know, I, I'm not surprised by, by these postponements based on, um, you know, how much testing is out there. Um, but what I am uh, hoping that we can see in the very near future with all these postponements um, is that there can be colleges that quickly can work with their coaches and ADs and league commissioners to quickly figure out a better strategy in regards to rescheduling of games, in regards to possible quarantine times. I believe the Pac-12 has gone down now to uh, a five-day quarantine if you're asymptomatic. Um, you know, this isn't a 
this is a sports podcast, so I'm not going to go too far down on some of the other things. But I, I do want to see a little bit more proactive approach to figuring out uh, how these leagues can can get things uh, figured out much quicker. That being said, I do you know think that in the next couple weeks this should uh, don't want like to say necessarily say blow through these teams and blow through college student athletes, but I think that's going to be the case. Um, and, and so people are going to have to be really understanding and, and fluid with, with their schedules over the next couple of weeks. But then what you're going to see is you're going to see three games a week for about six straight weeks to get through, uh, the rest of the conference schedule. So, uh, you're going to see if, if a league typically plays on a Thursday, Saturday, you're going to start seeing games added on a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, so you're going to see more of a, a schedule similar to what people got used to last year, uh, in regards to three games a week. But, um, thanks for the question, Jack. And, uh, I appreciate that from Moscow, Idaho. And then by the way, if you ever are in Moscow, Idaho, there is a great burger restaurant right downtown in the small little downtown area i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but if you're ever there check it out it's a good spot second question comes from terry in san mateo uh terry i appreciate the question she asks i know you have to watch and read a lot of sports for your broadcast analyst work as well as for your podcast but when you're not watching sports, what TV shows do you enjoy? Uh, great question, Terry. There's a, a couple that come to mind quickly um, for me that um, I really like to watch. First two are, are ones that uh, I like to watch with the family. Um, I've got a big big family with lots of kids, so kind of have to watch what's on TV throughout the course of the day. Our youngest is three years old, so um, can't just have random stuff on TV. But uh, The Middle... And Last Man Standing are two television shows that um, I, I think are great. I think they get it. They share a lot of the family dynamics. Um, they share a lot of um, current social dynamics. They share a lot of uh, laughter in the shows. They share a lot of love for each other and their family in the shows. Uh, so I think both of those two shows are great. Uh, so The Middle and Last Man Standing. The other uh, TV show that I literally just finished it last night. Uh, I finished season four, um, and I couldn't get enough of it. But unfortunately, uh, couldn't watch it when the kids were up. So I found myself watching it a lot late night, um, either on a on my laptop, on my phone, uh, or. Uh, on an iPad, and that would have been Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, uh, the Dutton Ranch in, uh, in in Montana. That show to me was absolutely brilliant. The way it was written, the way it was shot, the way the storytelling happened, the way the character development happened, just the weaves um, uh, of all the different things that were happening within that show with all the different characters, with all the different um, plot lines unbelievable show. Uh, I can't wait to start on the prequel show called 1883. Um, that's, I guess in that is, uh, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Sam Elliott, a couple really good actors and a good actress. I'm, I'm really looking forward to starting 1883, checking it out, uh, and seeing how that goes. So, um, those are three shows that, that are, are definitely caught my eye. Last 
question that comes in today on a Mailbag Wednesday episode is from Phil in Salt Lake City, Utah. I was actually supposed to fly into Salt Lake City um, on Monday. I was supposed to call the game last night at Utah State and Logan just up the road, but um, due to COVID, that game was canceled for CBS Sports. So um, Phil in Salt Lake City asks, are you a music guy? And if so, do you have a favorite concert that you've ever been to? Uh, yeah, I, I love going to concerts. I, I think concerts are, are a great, I don't want to say escape, but just a great entertainment um, thing that I like to, to attend. Uh, I've been to a number of great concerts over the years. Um, I've seen Third Day. It's a Christian band. Uh, I've seen them in concert probably seven or eight times. I've gotten to meet them on a couple different occasions and, and hang out backstage, get to know them a little bit. Uh, they're my favorite band, but um, I, I've seen them um, a couple different times. Maybe my favorite time that I saw them was the first time that I got a chance to actually meet them. This was in Portland at the Rose Garden. And I was able to have a box with uh, family and friends. The, the Blazers gave me a box that night. And I had never met Third Day before. My wife was uh, about eight and a half months pregnant uh, with our first child at the time. And my wife and I, we got to go back um, backstage and we met the Third Day band, got to met, meet the group, Mac Powell, Ty, uh, all those guys, and talk about 15, 20 minutes, just get to know them, share experiences. Oddly enough, we had just been in Atlanta playing for the Hawks before we got to the Blazers and, and we lived in a area about 20 minutes away from, from where they all lived and it was too bad we didn't, hadn't met a year or two before. Uh, otherwise, we may have become good friends, who knows? But um, long story short, concert went on at the very tail end of the concert where you've already had the curtain call he came back out, do another song. Last thing in the concert, Mac Powell says, Heather, go home and have that baby. Never forget it. It was an awesome story. Uh, look forward to uh, seeing them again in concert at some point. And the next concert that really would have uh, been eye-opening, would have been a, an awesome concert um, that I've been to that I would love to see this artist in person again uh, and that was garth brooks saw him about three or four years ago in spokane where he had a run of i think six shows in five days in spokane they were all sold out we were able to go we had the seats on the top row i'm talking the top row i could touch the wall of the arena didn't matter unbelievable concert phenomenal um phenomenal performer you could tell he loves what he does and he's great at what he does. So Jack, Terry, Phil, thank you guys for your questions. Look forward to another mailbag Wednesday episode a week from now. If you got questions, email them dickow at scorebooklive.com or hit me up on social media at Dan Dickow 21. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.